Well, you know it's getting bad when the uh, government that's supposed to follow the science says they're doing so, but when you look for the science, it doesn't even exist. No, I'm not talking about COVID stuff or any of that drama. I'm talking about farming and regulation for farming, particularly dairy farming in Washington State. It's gotten so bad here in Washington State that now courts are citing non-existent studies to support their rulings. You think I'm making this up? I'm not. Welcome back to The Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI News Talk 790. Glad to have you here on a Saturday morning to talk about farming issues here in Whatcom County, Skagit County, and across Washington State. As we do each and every Saturday morning, literally the study, the science, and I'm heavily using the air quotes on that, the study, the science to support a ruling of a Washington appeals court did not exist. They're, they're using numbers that, as we find out, were estimates that didn't apply and there was no study to support what they said they were doing. What are we talking about? We're talking about the rules for dairy farming, for manure, uh, for compost, uh, for things like protecting groundwater. It's an important thing to do. But we know there's been a lot of drama and politics around this issue, um, certainly here in Whatcom County and uh, statewide as well with their rules over um, CAFOs, concentrate or CAFOs. I, I think the jury's still out on and our, our guest, Jay Gordon with the Dairy Federation. Have we settled? Is it a CAFO or a CAFO? Flip a coin. <laughs> Flip a coin. A concentrated animal feeding operation falls under a specific set of rules, according to Washington state government. Of course, we know the activists were heavily involved the last time the state went through this whole process, um, trying to basically choke out dairy farming in Washington state with all kinds of machinations that were, well, dishonest in a lot of cases unethical um and you know the the state uh, pollution control hearings board rejected a lot of the things that those folks were trying to manipulate but there's still manipulation going on and we may have uncovered another example of that here jay explain how can our court system here in washington state be making rules essentially or, uh, you know, pushing rules in a certain direction based on a study that doesn't exist. What's this all about? Uh, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, <laughs> I guess courts get to rely on whatever they want to. Um, so let me know where you want me to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking this- about these, these CAFO rules, um, and they're claiming... And the court is claiming that um, dairy operations and the um, the manure, the nutrients, and the compost that they store on site to then reapply. You know that's how they grow the crops to feed the animals. The animals kick out the the uh, manure, and the cycle continues. We talk about this a lot here on the program, so I think we should be familiar with this. Well, they're they're saying, well, the, these facilities leach huge amounts of nitrogen uh, into groundwater, 
And the number was just astounding, but it turned out that it was fake? Yeah, so <laughs> the, the, the number the court cited, uh, it was based on a study, uh, a, a study supposedly based on a study out of Yakima that the 155 tons of nitrogen leached into the groundwater per compost operation. And especially is, on the east side, there's a lot of manure that's composted, right? There is, but the number was, it, it, it just didn't pass straight face test. It was wrong. It was unbelievable. It was impossible. And as we kind of dug into it, and we're still digging into this, it's just, it, it, we're flabbergasted. And the court basically looked and said, oh, yeah, there's a problem here because you're leaching all this nitrogen in the groundwater, except it's not getting into the groundwater. It's, that's not what the study said. That's not what anything said. Um, but the court reached in and grabbed an obscure email and we're waiting to see if we can get that email. The court basically issued an opinion based on a obscure mm, email. That I, I want to talk a, a bit more about the process here, how this is even possible. But before we get to that, and again, we're talking with Jay Gordon with the Washington State Dairy Federation. Um, he's their policy director. Jay, what is ultimately the upshot for farmers, for, for dairy farming here in Washington State, because of the court absolutely misusing this, this data that didn't even apply? So I think there's two. It puts the farmers in a bad position, and the Department of Ecology, believe it or not, it puts the Department of Ecology in a terrible position. The court issued an opinion based on... I'll just call it a falsehood. We're trying to confirm that, but it's there's no way it's it's real numbers. And so the court said you have to figure out how to have compost operations not leach nitrogen into the groundwater. But their decision and their opinion was based on a myth, a, a smoke mirrors. Uh, well, and basically they believed that there was this huge problem. When there isn't. Exactly. So is this going to require a whole bunch of more ridiculous regulations and, and improvements and things that farmers are going to have to do um, in the areas where they're they're composting manure? Or, or, or groundwater monitoring, if I recall, is kind of the, the, the initial big issue here that's being argued over. Well, there's groundwater monitoring, but... You know, when you are trying to compost an operation or trying to compost on a dairy, you know, let's use the right numbers, the right science. Um, and the court clearly did not. And so Department of Ecology, to their credit, has said the court has their opinion. We, as the Department of Ecology, have to use real science. So over the next almost year, the Department of Ecology will have to tease out what the actual real numbers are. But they're stuck between this court ruling and what they, you know, what they need to do, and it's quite a dilemma. What what do farmers do in the meantime? Because they don't even know. I mean, they have um, 
rules that the court says they have to abide by, but now they know that those rules are based on absolute, you know, faulty data and information. What happens now for them? Not a good answer for you, Dylan. <laughs> Just, I, 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 you know, at some point you hope the court and the judges will look at honesty and data and say, whoops. Uh, but this court clearly did not. It, 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 it just, it did not. It, it looked at some little obscure piece of evidence in the trial and said, we're going to issue a ruling on that. Now, um, and so, I mean, I, at this point, I would not advise any producer to change anything about how they compost on their dairy farms because the, the, the court just, they got it wrong. Sorry. They just got it wrong. How, how, how is this even possible? How can you have made up numbers or numbers? You know, I, I guess I sh- I, you could say the number isn't made up. The number is something else. <laughs> you know, it, you can't say, oh, well, we have, you know, a hundred apples over here. And someone says, oh, okay, well, because you have a hundred peaches. Well, no, the, we said apples, they're different things. You can't just apply a number to something else. How can I, that even happen in, I, in, a, in, in a system like ours? I think people tend to have more faith in the system that this kind of garbage doesn't you know, doesn't, you know, fall through the cracks like this did. You know, this is a first for me. Uh, you know, you, you want to hope the judges look at, you know, good information that's been cross-examined and, and scrutinized and, you know, has a modicum of science integrity. And instead, this court seemed to have just grab some obscure quote from a corner of the submitted testimony and made a decision on it. And I, I will, again, I will give the Department of Ecology credit in the last day or two, we've asked Ecology, are you going to, how are you going to comply with this court ruling? And they said, we need to use good, credible science and data, not um, uh, made up stuff. And so bless their heart, you know, at least right now, I'm going to hold them to it, mm-hmm. that the Department of Ecology is going to listen to credible data, credible information. Apparently, a court and judges don't need to do that. And I, like I said, this is a first for me. I, you know, it really, you know, it. I, I think folks who listen to this program know that I, I'm pretty darn skeptical, if not cynical, about our quote unquote system. Uh, and and you know our state administration in particular and and agencies and bureaucracies and, and I just don't see them working very well I see them being manipulated behind the scenes by people with you know strong interests and lots of money and and things that they're trying to accomplish this just absolutely you know takes takes my skepticism to a new low uh <laughs> or high however you want to measure it did, how can did, you no, trust we lower, no, how I'm can sorry. you how can you trust a government that, that that does this kind of stuff ah it's sickening to me you know i mean the good part i guess you know to counter your jaded cynicism <laughs> the courts seem to have hit a new low but at least from what i'm talking to the staff of the department of ecology they're going we can't 
we cannot follow the court down a pathway that does not use good, best available science. And the court did not. It picked out a back-of-the-napkin calculation. Like I said, we're waiting to see if we can find more, you know, a little more tangible proof of what the court found. Yeah. But yeah. who, who, I want to know who did they get this from? Who? Yep. What was going on behind the scenes of why they decided to pick out this number that looked that basically created a problem or a perception of a problem where there no, was none by pulling a cherry picked, unapplicable number, and yep. then and then making punitive rules. I mean, it's all we're so far beyond even just legislating from the bench in a lot of ways here. We're, we're legislating from the bench based on BS. Um, yep. And again, by the way, this is a farming show. Dylan Honkoop here talking with Jay Gordon with the Washington State Dairy Federation about this, you know, court ruling uh, on dairy regulations based on a non-existent study. The science isn't there. Uh, and here... <laughs> I, it, again, as you said, Jay, this is this is a new low. You sit back and you got to wonder how did this all go down and what are what's the game really behind the scenes? There's where my cynicism really starts. Is there a bigger game here? Um, it, it harkens back to what happened with the EPA and their nitrate study. Um, study non-study uh, that happened in the the lower yakima valley where we find out later the methods that they use were designed to paint a false picture of what was going on with nitrates and dairy farming there it, 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 to me this is right in the same vein epa and the court i mean one's a yeah i i I wish I could tell you you were wrong. Well, and <laughs> but, in this uh, case, in some ways, I mean, this is something that I've been saying for a long time in my work here at Safe Family Farming is that, you know, people view the courts as being, you know, supposed to be a, a unbiased, neutral, you know, focused on the law, arbiter of issues. And our state agencies, while we want them to be working for the people, I recognize that they can be a party in a court case they're a part of that they can be advocating for their position there can be others advocating for different positions this is the opposite of that this is the court actually taking a position that's not even supported by the state agency no yeah they they skipped right through the the court skipped through all of the procedures public hearing public testimony is this credible data? Is this science? What are the ramifications? What are the impacts? What are the costs and effects on farms, dairies, and you know other farms that compost? The court skipped all of those safety protocols we have in society to go. You know what does this mean? What is the impact? You know, is anybody really impacting public resources like groundwater quality or? Mm -hmm. Surface water quality, how much does it cost to rectify? The court skipped all of it. All of that. All of it. It's and, it, yeah, uh, it, 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 it leaves you. I mean, you and I are both this sort of muttering. 
it, it leaves you muttering, going, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, as you said, you're still digging on this because I think it, this is so egregious, it deserves more answers. It's not just like an, oh, oops, oh, yeah, I guess we got that number wrong. This took some coordination behind the scenes. This took someone potentially with an axe to grind to to dig up stuff and put it in a place that created again the perception of a problem where there was none it's hurting not only dairy farming but if you think about composting and if you're making that that much more you know that much harder that more much more expensive here in washington state well that you know that supports a huge portion of the organic agriculture you know fruits and veggies and things like that grown in this state they've got to have that this is an important part of the nutrient cycle uh you know when you want to talk about climate change and carbon this is what it's all about compost nutrients natural um ways of feeding crops and feeding people and yet they're putting a damper on this with made up stuff it's backwards from where we need to be going as a society and as certainly is disgusting as far as rule of law and procedures and having an open and transparent and honest government that is actually focused on science um, I, I, like I said, I, my gut tells me there's more here. I, I think that story needs to be told. Jay, I know you're going to keep digging. And when you find out more, I want to have you back on the show. Cause I want to hear who, who was it that did this and what did they know? And what can we even find out or potentially surmise about what was their motivation to do this, this kind of stuff can't stand and, and needs to be exposed. This this is a this is a sunshine thing for me. <laughs> this is a, you know what what's going on in the the dark corners of government. Let's shine some light on it. And I'll be glad to make sure I'll let you know. And you and I can arrange another time. I don't know how long it'll take me. We I, we have reached out to the Department of Ag, Department of Ecology, and we'll be uh, digging. Well, we're not done digging. How about that? All right. Well, someone, could, again, could say, well, this is procedural, or maybe it was just an oops. No, there's there's more here uh, when something this crazy is going on inside our state government, and it has real-world impacts on farming and our entire communities, ultimately, uh, with this kind of stuff. Jay Gordon, Policy Director at the Washington State Dairy Federation, with me here on the Farming Show this morning. Jay, thanks for your time. We appreciate you um, not only you know chatting with us this morning, but all the work you do behind the scenes to keep tabs on this stuff, dig this kind of stuff up, get to the bottom, and force people to be honest and fair. Hey, more than welcome. It's part of my job, and I'm a farmer, and so, yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate the time, and we will let you know when we find uh, out more.